Joining us on the line is the mayor of Collingwood, Brian Saunderson. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. How are you holding up during COVID-19? And uh, good morning, Mel. Uh, you know, it's it's been an unusual spring from the yeah. weather uh, to the virus. and uh, But I think, uh, you know, everyone's managing and we're working together and uh, Collingwood's together uh, mr mary uh, i gotta tell you uh, from a you know from our standpoint from from where i'm seeing things uh, i gotta say the town of collingwood is doing a fantastic job uh, all across the board getting uh, our community through this covid19 from the the business side of things uh, martin ridlow and the gang at the, the bdc and the economic development uh, they're doing fantastic work and making sure our businesses are are holding through this uh, in terms of uh, parks recreation Creation and culture, uh, that Rally Point website. I know Dean Colville and and uh, the gang, the PRC, are doing amazing jobs uh, keeping us uh, uh, getting through this. And uh, we've got very long conversations with Martin Ridlow, with Jennifer Parker, with Dean Colville, all on our site at thepeakfm.com. So check those out. But I just wanted to say a big congratulations to everything you, council, and staff are doing. Thank you, John. And uh, it is very much a team effort. <clears throat> Council is working very closely with staff. Staff are bringing, have brought forward some great initiatives, and they've implemented them uh, really quickly, which I think is uh, mm. more than half the battle in this uh, situation. And our community is really rising to the challenge. So, you know, I think we're all we're all in this together. We're all working together, and uh, and and we, I think, Collingwood have. Uh, and leaders in uh, in Simcoe County and probably across the province in some of the initiatives we've undertaken. I'm especially looking forward to seeing what comes out of the special task force that the town has put together. Yes, the task force uh, is having its second meeting today. The, we've broken into subgroups, and uh, there's some great leadership from our vice chair, uh, Foster Williams, and uh, we have nine uh, local business leaders from various sectors uh, so that we're getting representation from as many sectors as possible in these discussions. We will be hearing from many uh, local organizations like the BIA, the Chamber of Commerce, the GTDI, the Georgian Triangle Tourism Association, uh, as well as many others. And uh, so we've got a busy schedule, a very tight schedule. We're looking at turning around some of these initiatives and, of course, we will be reporting to council regularly because uh, uh, you know, this task force will just be making recommendations and then it will be up to council to uh, to decide if they're going to adopt them and, and uh, how we're going to implement them. If you haven't already seen the COVID-19 information portal, I, I direct you to Collingwood.ca. Check out that portal. There's a wealth of information, certainly some stuff that uh, we just talked about. There's also another website uh, that's coming out, Collingwood Commons. Yes, it's a, it's a fantastic initiative by local uh, entrepreneurs and business people together with other already existing online associations. And what it does is, is for online shopping, you can get online takeout food and online uh, uh, shopping. It'll hook you up to local retails, retail outlets. Um, and uh, so this is a great initiative that uh, was spearheaded by uh, Brandon Houston of the Foundry who is one of our members of the task force. And uh, it's just a great way for people to continue to shop locally while the stores are, uh, most stores are closed down. And uh, today uh, there's a national challenge. Wednesday is national takeout day. And so I'm doing a call out to all Collingwood residents uh, to shop, uh, get takeout food tonight. And you can go to the food.collingwoodcommons.com 
website and it has a list of all local uh, restaurants uh, that have takeout and you can uh, go through that site to connect with those uh, restaurants and order your food tonight. So I encourage everybody to order takeout tonight and support our local restaurants. Today, of course, is Earth Day, the 50th anniversary, and and it's sad that we're not get to go out together and do some big things, because I know that Hollywood has a climate action committee, and I bet you they were all set to do some major stuff. Yes, uh, Collingwood's climate action team came together, I think, uh, last fall, and uh, they've been extremely progressive and very active. They've got a great, uh, a great group there. And uh, back in March, we declared April 22nd as Earth Day, so we would have had a flag raising today. And uh, one of the, the and since it's the 50th anniversary, uh, the climate uh, action group had designed a flag to recognize that, and uh, we would have raised that up uh, the flagpole in front of the library today. Uh, but that won't be happening. But I want to give a shout-out to uh, our climate action team for all the great work they're doing, uh, and as well to uh, to uh, urge our residents to take time today to look outside and enjoy uh, the great uh, environs that we live in and uh, and to make sure that uh, going forward we all think about our, our actions uh, on the climate and what we can do to, uh, to lessen those impacts and uh, reduce our carbon footprint. Uh, Mr. Mayor, you reminded us off the air that uh, this week is National Volunteer Week, and at times like this, uh, you know, it should not be forgotten. No, absolutely not. I mean, uh, we Collingwood has an incredible volunteer network from town committees and boards uh, to local organizations, sport organizations, uh, intramural organizations, uh, service groups. Across the board, we have incredible volunteers in our community. It's part of our DNA, and it really is what makes Collingwood such a powerful community. And uh, so I, uh, this is National Volunteers Week, um, and I would hope uh, we will be having an event, I think this Friday, a virtual event at Town Hall for all our volunteers. But uh, take a moment to thank people, and, uh, and specifically in this time when uh, when our community is really Pulling together, uh, there is the uh, we. I think we have over 150 names on the Collingwood uh, Together Volunteer Database. Uh, so uh, we're seeing even in these times, the volunteer uh, uh, commitment in our community is really shining through. And I guess while I'm on the co- uh, topic of volunteers, uh, I'd like to do a shout out to Dale West. Uh, Dale had some health issues. He was airlifted Toronto. Yeah. A week ago, and Dale's been one of our great volunteers in our community for minor hockey, and uh, he's been the voice of uh, the Collingwood Blues in the past. And this last year, he was the voice of the Collingwood Colts. So we look forward to hearing Dale comment, uh, comment, uh, provide color commentary of our hockey games this coming season for the Collingwood Blues. So, Dale, we're all thinking of you and get better. Mm-hmm. We certainly yeah, are, absolutely. absolutely. I just wanted to touch on um, when it comes to the field hospital that has been talked about in regards to bringing it, obviously, back to, to COVID and the pandemic, um, that if there is a if our hospital reaches capacity, that then we are moving over to the Collingwood Legion. Now, council had approved to provide some money and some funds to go towards that to, to prep the location. What's, what's that money um, going to be used for? And is it going to be, I guess it's not going to wait until we need it. We're, we're using it now and getting our, the Legion ready. 
No, absolutely. We're the money is uh, we're splitting the cost with the hospital to build the, uh, the generator housing and to make sure that the wiring um, is sufficient to put in the generator system to run uh, the building in the event that uh, there's a power failure. So my understanding is the hospitals have a bunch of redundancies built into their systems to make sure that if there's a power failure or other issues, that services will continue to uh, be provided. And it, the contingency plan is part of the hospital's uh, surge planning uh, so that if the COVID uh, virus overwhelms, uh, there's enough patients and the hospital needs additional uh, space, they will take all non-COVID patients and move them to the contingency site uh, to make sure that the spread of the disease is contained within the hospital. Uh, this is part of their natural planning processes, uh, and it's an extra precaution. Uh, we've heard that uh, we uh, in Ontario and I think nationally are are ahead of our best case scenario. Uh, but this is just I think people have to understand this is just the first phase and that until the vaccine is developed or we've had enough percentage of our population infected that uh, there's what they call herd immunity, that uh, there will continue to be um, waves of the uh, the COVID virus. So uh, while we've kept the uh, infection rate down now, and people should not let up on that, uh, we need to continue to be uh, cautious. And we heard the Premier yesterday say that they're extending the uh, non-essential business closures to May 12th. So we're doing a great job uh, in our community and across the province, but uh, we can't let up. Mayor Saunderson, thank you so very much for joining us here on Talk of the Town. Again, if folks have any questions, where should they head? Uh, well, they can certainly reach out to Town Hall. Um, uh, the customer service uh, desks are open and they're working. Uh, they're working off-site, but they're certainly working. And uh, they can reach me at uh, bsaunderson at collingwood.ca. And uh, I am on the job. Uh, almost seven days a week now, but uh, it's a great community, and uh, this is why I ran for the job. Brian, thank you so much for joining us here in Talk of the Town. Thank you very much. You guys take care. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.